Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. guys, I'm just checking in with you. Uh, we are almost a week into February and I wanted to get another episode in. And this was not really the episode that I thought I was going to get in, but I feel like it's needed. We've had um, two politicians now in Virginia dealing with blackface issues from their past. Um, and we've also had the actor Liam Nielsen uh, talking about his issues that he had with black people, or I should say specifically black men, because of a sexual assault uh, incident that happened to a family member of his, and how he wanted to go out and just kill any black man that he saw. This is, this is a lot to unpack, but I just felt so compelled to write a piece. You guys know that, you know, I do write my background in journalism um, is strong and I still do write, although it may be on a freelance level or just on my personal blog, but I had to write this piece, um, and I did post it to my Facebook, which is a very mixed, uh, audience that I have over there. It's white people, black people, uh, Latino, Asian, it's just a mix of everything. But I felt like it was a good platform to start. But I also know that I have a growing platform here on my podcast. And I wanted to share it with you guys as well. So I'm not going to have any other conversation. I'm just going to read the piece. And then you guys can come back with your questions. Um, If you want to email me, I'll give you all that information right now because I'm just going to end with me reading this piece. And it's pretty long. If you want to email me, you can email me at info at onyxqueenmedia.com or you can hit me up on my DMs on Instagram at onyxqueenmedia. I'm on uh, Twitter at onyxqueenmedia and also you can find onyxqueenmedia on Facebook. So here we go. I wrote, this is a long one, but I'm annoyed and I have time. Virginia's attorney general admits he wore blackface in 1980 in college. This is now two public officials, possibly three, in the past week and ironically during Black History Month. I never speak much about race relations on my timeline, but here goes. I've had two experiences with white people in blackface. The first one was back in the early 90s when a then family friend dressed up with a few of their friends as Jamaican Rastafarians. They had the entire getup with fake dread wigs, dark brown makeup on their faces, neck and hands, along with a giant rolled up uh, joints hanging from their mouths. I saw this in a series of pictures in a family photo album in their home. This album was out on their coffee table stacked with other albums for guests to look through. Maybe they don't have black people visit. Maybe their white friends did not find it offensive. I don't know, but I secretly showed it to another friend of mine while I was sitting there 
And that friend, who also happens to be Black, was shocked as well. Out of nowhere, the album was snatched from my hands and the person scurried out of the room and returned without it. I guess they went to hide it somewhere knowing it was way out of line and wrong. One, because it was blackface. Two, because they have known my family for years and know that we are Jamaican. And three, the person knew that there would be no excuse for ignorance because according to the date on the picture, it was a recent party, not even two years old. So this was a so-called God-fearing family friend to this day that I look at sideways, although I have not kept in touch with them since that incident. I told my parents about it at the time, and needless to say, they were extremely disappointed, but way more forgiving than I. But it stuck with me for years. I couldn't shake it because this was a person that I loved and I trusted, and I know they knew better because they were ashamed and they acted accordingly. After that incident, I saw them often, and they tried to corner me for a quiet conversation. I guess to explain themselves, but to be honest, I wasn't having it. I would avoid them each and every time I saw them. I was in college at the time and I had finals to worry about, not some empty apology for blatant racism and stupidity. The second blackface incident was more innocent. The parties involved were doing a play and wanted all of the characters to quote unquote match. So since the person playing the mom was black, the son apparently needed to be black as well. So brown makeup was put on him. I just glared at the folks in charge and said, what is all this makeup for? Why is this person wearing brown makeup? I was so aggravated. But this was again in the 90s. Surely people know that this could be seen as offensive, right? Anyway, I walked out. Then one of the folks in charge caught up with me and pulled me to the side. They seriously asked me if I really thought people would be offended. I said yes, because it's not necessary to be that literal when you're in a play. It looks like you're mocking a group of people. Why didn't you ask the black woman who's playing the mom to put on white makeup to quote unquote match with the guy who's playing her son? Well, that person in charge visibly had an aha moment and quickly got the guy to rid his face of the ridiculous makeup, and the play went off without a hitch. But again, this was several years later after the first incident, and it got me thinking, there are so many things that white people don't know or choose to overlook because it is uncomfortable to deal with. We can't keep excusing this willful willful ignorance. I don't care if you have black friends or had a black nanny growing up or if you don't see color. All of that doesn't erase willful ignorance to a very real issue that we sadly still deal with in this country. Yes, there are off-color jokes and humor that we can all appreciate. Being a Jamaican-American, I have heard them all. We have 10 jobs. We all smoke weed, whatever. I take everything in stride, and I love a good laugh. Trust me. But this burying heads in the sand when it comes to race relations has got to stop. It should not have taken 43 presidents for us to finally have a black one. It's sad that we literally have a racist 
president in office. Yes, he is. Once you decide to side with white supremacists and white nationalists, you then become part of the racist problem. There should be no need for the NAACP or any other organization that caters to the black community. But the reason they exist is because black people were treated unfairly and constantly judged by something as stupid as skin color. It's still a stigma today among the black community at large, and I don't know when it's going to end. These past two incidents, these past two incidents for these VA politicians were in the 80s. That's not so long ago that you could claim that you had no idea it was wrong. Even Liam Neeson wanting to find and kill any black man he saw because of what happened to his family member. What kind of thinking is that? Well, since we're here, I will tell you. I have been called nigger, blackie, all sorts of horrible things by white people in the past. And it never once made me view them as all are bad. I evaluate people as they come. Each person is a separate entity. That is why we, the African diaspora, celebrate our people's firsts and accomplishments, because it is as if whatever we do doesn't matter. Once you are in plain clothes on the street, you are just another nigger to some. It's hurtful and disgusting, but this is why we protest and kneel. It's to remind other groups that we matter, not that your group doesn't matter, but that we matter as well. The traffic signal that you sit at was a contribution from a black man. The elevator that you ride in at work, a black man again. The dimes in your wallet, a black woman was the one who sculpted Franklin D. Roosevelt's likeness. And it was literally stolen and denied that it was her work. Our history books teach us all about the pride of Columbus coming to America to discover. Discover what? You came here where people were already living and flourishing, and you brought disease that nearly wiped them out. One of our Native American elders was mocked just recently in the nation's capital as he prayed in his native language. You can't even pray now. The fact that my history books in school barely talked about Black people except for slavery and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is just sad. Black people. Our history did not start with slavery. We were kings, queens, doctors, teachers, mathematicians, and scientists in our own land before we were stolen. The fact that Black people and other people of color just don't get up and revolt is beyond me. This has been going on for centuries in this country and around the world, but we are such a thriving and surviving people. We keep going anyway, in spite of adversity. So I feel this is fitting to express this piece for Black History Month and beyond. Just think about the things you say and do. Let's all be smarter, do better. And for God's sake, if you're a closet racist on any level, shape, or form, just keep it to yourself and God bless you on your way out the door. I decided to do an addendum to this podcast because uh, 
in light of the things that were happening with Gucci, which followed up right behind the blackface controversies with the Virginia politician. Um, just a few days later, Gucci hit us with a blackface sweater. <laughs> and it, you just have to Google it to see it. If you, if you have not seen it, just Google Gucci blackface and then you'll see. Since then, that controversy, yes, they did apologize, but empty apology, of course. If you have been living under a rock, then you have not seen all of the blow-up that has happened. But I would suggest, if you haven't heard anything about it, which I'm sure you should have by now, um, go Google it and find out information about what has transpired since that sweater was for sale. Since then, there has been even more blackface backlash that has happened. Uh, videos of, of celebrities that have done or uh, donned blackface, whether they were putting on makeup to look like a uh, another black character or comedian or actor or whatever the case may be. There's been so many different things. Everybody's pulling everybody's cards right now. And it has become this fever pitch of a frenzy. You know, it's just been really, really crazy. Uh, T.I., uh, the rapper T.I., Tip Harris, actually decided to post about it on his page on Instagram and basically asking for people to boycott because he was a major uh, supporter of the brand for many years and has spent a lot of coin with them. And so the black community especially is kind of split because there's a whole lot of people saying that, yes, let's boycott. But I would say if you're going to boycott, just don't ever buy them again. You know, like the three month boycott thing. I don't know how effective that would be. We're going to withhold our money from you for, you know, for three months. No, I'm just not going to shop with you anymore and shop with black designers, you know, um, also heard about Dapper Dan. If people are not familiar with Dapper Dan, he is one of Gucci's, uh, top fashion people. And he was dressing everybody in the eighties and the nineties and the Gucci jackets and all that stuff. And he also made a statement as well that he will be holding Gucci accountable. This is a really tough situation because you don't really know which way to go with this. You know, I know that, I mean, I think I have two things from Gucci. I was never a Gucci wearer to begin with, I think. And the, and the things that I have of Gucci are not clothes. They're like, um, I have a purse and a... Um, well, I should say handbag and a coin purse from Gucci, of which has been put away, and I will not be using it. I didn't use it that much to begin with anyway. But um, I've never been much of a big label person, per se. There's certain things that I like, you know, name brand of, and there's certain things that I just really don't care, you know. But this whole thing, I'm just trying to understand and maybe you guys can, you know, come around and comment on my social media or email me or whatever. I'm really trying to understand how we got here. 
as a people, where folks think that this is funny. They think that this is a joke. They think that, you know, this, this is not a very hurtful thing. And I'm just really trying to wrap my head around where we are as the human race, not black, not white, not Asian, not Latino, whatever, just as the human race. Where are we as human beings? And it's so sad to me. It's so sad. Uh, TMZ recently, um, since the whole Gucci situation, TMZ, uh, got a snippet of uh, Floyd Mayweather going into Gucci. And they asked him, did you hear about the controversy? And he was like, I do what I want to do. I'm going to shop where I want to shop. I'm going into Gucci, you know, and T.I. came back and answered that and came up with an entire song to kind of clap back at that situation. And you know what? I'm of the mindset you can't force people to do what they don't want to do. You cannot force people to become, quote unquote, woke. You can't force people to understand how important it is for us to get together on this issue. I really think, I don't even think it should be a boycott. I think that it should just be, we just are not shopping with you anymore, period. You know, and any other brands that have been called on the fire, Prada is now another one, I believe, that has been called, you know, to the carpet as well. We're just not going to shop with you guys anymore. What's wrong with shopping with high-end black brands? And I'm just speaking specifically to the black community right now. What is the problem with speaking, you know, with um, shopping with black brands? Put that money right back into your community, you know? Um, Jewish folks, they put it right back in their community. The Asian folks put it right back in their community, you know? Latinos, they put it right back in their community. I don't know what's happening with the black community. I've been trying to figure out for the longest time. I'm a black woman trying to really grasp where we are as people, as human beings, but especially the black community in general, because I got to talk about that because that's what I'm a part of. So I need to really understand where are we? What are we doing? When are we going to take control of our narrative and stop letting outside forces dictate to us this and that, left or right, up or down. It's, it's crazy to me. Spend within your own community first. That doesn't mean that I don't do business with other people or other groups of people. No, I do business with everybody. But I start at home first. Because that's important to me. I pour into my own people first and then I branch out because it's so important to do that. And black business owners need to really get together and stop pitting each other against each other. You know, we have to find a way to have some type of common ground to keep it together you know, to keep our dollars circulating in our own communities as long as we can. You know, it, it, it really has become a chronic problem. You think Gucci cares if you boycott their stuff? They don't care. 
They couldn't care less. There are so many checks and balances before something goes out on the market to be sold. And the fact that they would think a sweater like that would not be deemed as something offensive is just absolutely ridiculous. You think that that wasn't on purpose? Come on. There's no denying it. It's not like, well, it kind of looks like, no, it is exactly what it was meant to be. Maybe to stir the pot, get more eyes on their brand, whatever the case may be. Sometimes people use negative, you know, I know people, a lot of people say, oh, all publicity is good publicity. Not all the time. Not all the time. This is the type of publicity that you really don't need, you know, and Gucci is definitely supported heavily within the hip hop community. Um, You know, lots of celebrities and things of of all different races, creeds, colors, everything. But especially in the hip hop community, Gucci is big. And at some point you have to step up to the plate and be like, enough. That was my thoughts. I just wanted to get that last piece out. I know I was talking about the blackface amongst the uh, Virginia politicians that has happened in the last couple of weeks. But since then, I was going to upload this podcast and I said, you know what? I need to add this piece onto it because it goes right along with everything else that I said. But we've got to do better. We definitely have to do better. If you are a small business owner or any type of business owner, especially within the black community, and as I said, I work with everyone. I don't care where you're from or anything like that, but I especially am um, dedicated to uh, lifting up my own people as much as I can. So if you are an entrepreneur and you would love to collab, if you're an entrepreneur and you are just lost in where you want to go with your business, whatever it is, contact me. Let's talk. Everything that I do is to be a purpose pusher for my clients, to make sure that they are building the way that they need to build. They're reaching their goals, reaching not only reaching their goals, but exceeding their goals, and expectations within their business. You want to find me on social media, at Onyx Queen Media. If you want to email me, email me at info at onyxqueenmedia.com.